Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. If you've been following through our study of the book of Acts, you know that we have come to the last verse. That's amazing, isn't it? But before we study the last verse, I want to back up today and show you an expression that I think is one of my all-time favorites, not just from the book of Acts, but from all of Scripture, and it is found in Acts chapter number 28. This is the phrase, verse number 15, concerning Paul. The Bible says, he thanked God and took courage. I can't think of anything the Lord's people right now need more than to do this, <laughs> to, to stop long enough to see that God's still God, God's on the throne, and God is at work in our world. He has not forsaken us, he has not failed us, and he's not forgotten us, and he's not about to start today. God's people right now need to push the spiritual reset button and thank God and take courage. And with that in mind, before we study the last verse together, I'd like to just look back over this closing chapter with you today and make a list of some things for which we can thank God and take courage. And maybe this list will help you. It's a Bible list, and maybe you can add to the list as you begin to think and ponder the goodness and blessing of God in your life. First of all, we ought to thank God and take courage because the Lord is taking care of his own. Do you remember in verse 1, they escaped from the shipwreck? Do you remember in verse 2, the barbarians fed them? Do you remember in verse 3, 4, and 5 uh, that the Lord took care of Paul when a snake latched onto his hand? I think we ought to just all thank God right now and take fresh courage uh, that the Lord is our protector. He's our shield. He is our refuge. He's our hiding place. Uh, we ought to thank God and take fresh courage today because there's a wall of protection around the Lord's people, and the only thing that's ever going to touch us is that which the Lord allows to come into our life. You know, Paul was, I think, on the hardest journey of his life. He had traveled most of his life. Uh, but he's on the hardest journey of his life. Uh, about six months, he's on board a ship or in the sea. He's about 60 years of age, at least. This is not easy. This is not an easy time. But let's all just thank God and take courage because the Lord puts strength in him and puts safety around him. And the Lord is doing that for his children today. And then I would point this out. We ought to thank God and take courage that God continues to answer prayers. Now, do you remember in verse number 8, Paul prayed over this man like he'd prayed over so many, and the Lord healed him, and then others showed up, and God ministered to them and met their needs. Oh, friend, you can have a prayer ministry. I don't know what ministry you think you have, but you can have a prayer ministry today, and what an influence a praying man or a praying woman has. Thank God and take courage. The Lord is still answering prayers. And then we ought to thank God and take courage that daily provision is ours. Uh, having food and raiment, let us be there with content. The Bible says in verse number 10 uh, that these people laded 
them with such things as were necessary. You may not have all your wants, but do you have your needs met today? Is there food on your table, clothes on your back, a shelter? The Lord knows what's necessary, and God is going to meet the necessities of life. Count your many blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God hath done. Count your blessings today. Thank God and take courage. And then we ought to thank God and take courage uh, that the Lord has given us friends and family members. Do you remember the brethren that came to him? The people that he was allowed to spend some time with to encourage him? Maybe you should make you a praise list of people today for which you should be grateful. Don't wait until they're dead and gone to be grateful for them. And don't express that appreciation and gratitude today. Thank God and take courage. And then you ought to thank God and take courage that the Lord continues to keep his word. He keeps his promises. And verse number 16, we almost glibly read over it. And when we came to Rome, hold up, time out just a minute. When we came to Rome, the phrase seems so inconspicuous. But there's more than information here. There's revelation here. Do you remember what God had said? God had said, you're going to Rome. Romans chapter number 1, Paul wrote about it. This wasn't Festus's idea. This was Paul's heart and God's plan. God keeps his word. You go all the way back to Acts chapter number 23 and verse number 11. What did God say to him? God said, be of good cheer, Paul, as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. I want to remind you today, whatever God says, he does. You can take that to the bank. This is the divine decree. In fact, just in the previous chapter, Acts chapter 27, verse number 24, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. Where was that? That was at Rome. God will get you to your Rome. I don't know where your Rome is. I don't know what you think the the place is that you've got to get to. I just want to tell you today, thank God and take courage in this. The Lord knows where you are. And the Lord knows how to get you where he needs you to be. And then, thank God and take courage that the power of Christ's message continues. The message has not lost its power. That was our last study. It still works. Uh, In verse 23, God's word given. God's word still powerful. And the Holy Spirit still working to draw people to himself. I love this expression Paul uses, the salvation of God. Oh, friends, we preach and teach and believe and experience the same salvation of God Paul did and these people did. What is the greatest generation? People talk about the greatest generation being the generation after World War II because of their sacrifice and their work ethic, and I I admire that. I'm going to tell you, I think the greatest generation to live in is the generation that we're living in. The greatest time to be alive is near the end near the end of the story. We're not living in Acts. We're living in Jude on the verge of Revelation. Uh, I'm going to tell you, God is at work. Thank God and take courage today. Paul's in prison. Somebody says, yes, but did it ever dawn on you that from this place where he is, he's going to write the book of Ephesians about all the fullness of God? He's going to write the book of Galatians about liberty in Christ? He's going to write Philippians about joy? He's going to write Colossians about the preeminence of Christ? Look, from, from prison cells and, and places where he's kept in bondage, God is going to work. Philippians 4 verse 22 said that people even in Caesar's own household were saved. God knows how to turn your prison into a pulpit. You don't believe me? Ask the Apostle Paul. And if you don't believe him, ask John Bunyan, writer of Pilgrim's Progress. 
I'm telling you, thank God and take courage. God is at work. And then we'll return to the last verse, verse 31, and discover that we should thank God and take courage because God has prevailed and is prevailing over every enemy. (laughs) I don't care who it is. The Jews, the priest, Festus, Felix, Agrippa, Nero, the devil, the work of God goes on. And you can rest in this. The Lord is still at work in this world, and we get to be a part of that work today. I just want to pause right now and thank God and take courage. Could I challenge you to do the very same thing? Would you just pause wherever you are for a moment and thank God for his goodness? Make your own list. Take this chapter as Holy Spirit-inspired reminders and thank God today, and then let that put fresh courage in your soul. You see, gratitude and courage are always connected. By the way, ingratitude and discouragement are always connected too. So if you want to stay encouraged and keep moving forward, then thank God today and take courage. Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before He ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why Enjoying the Journey exists, to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey, but we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ.